On today's episode, we're talking about Lost in Space, Season 3, Episode 1, Three Little Birds. So the synopsis for this episode, as far as the Netflix description, is a year into the mission with the children of the Resolute. Judy, Penny, and Will Robinson struggle to find titanium that they need to get to Alpha Centauri. That's it in a nutshell. And what's Alpha Centauri? It's like Eden. It's the most habitable planet that they can go to at this point because theirs is all destroyed or whatever. Um, or they're lost in space. I forget if their Earth got destroyed at the first episode of this. It's been a while. I do know that I liked the first episode of Lost in Space when it came out a few years ago. What about the, the series as a whole? The series as a whole, not so much. It feels like the showrunners have been switched a few times. I don't know if that's actually true, but the tone of the show has changed a couple times, and now it's a lot more family-friendly. And there's a lot of characters who well, just... wasn't the first episode family-friendly to an extent. I mean, it wasn't like TVMA or anything like that. No, but it felt like more of a gripping plot to it, and now it feels like the 100. <laughs> <laughs> no, like seriously. So at the end of the last season, the parents get separated from the kids because they end up in a system full of the evil robots, right? right yeah. And so they send the kids off, which include Judy, Penny, and Will Robinson, even though Judy is technically 18. So she's in charge of everybody. Mm-hmm. So she's the one who basically is narrating this episode as they're in this new colony. They found they crash landed onto a planet, which just so happens to be the same planet where Judy's real father, because John Robinson is her stepfather. Right, yeah, I, I read about this, yeah. Yeah, his spaceship, which has been missing for years, is just happens to be above this planet. And at first, in the very small intro scene, it's supposed to be back a year, like right after the end of the second season. However, all the kids still look way older, <laughs> especially Will Robinson. Yeah, that's what everyone has said. But by the end of the episode, I really didn't care that Will Robinson... Like, if there's a saving grace to this show, it's that... They've got the robot, which looks pretty cool. The visuals are pretty amazing. And sometimes the family dynamic works. Well, how do you mean? Big caveat on the sometimes. Well, what do you mean by the family dynamic? Because Matt Sazama, he's one of the writers for the show, talked about how Ryan this season in particular was challenging because the robot. Overbearing. That's what I mean by the family dynamic. They just, everything is about like sister versus sister. Judy finding her But they're all different places, right? I thought that all the characters. Well, no, there's the kids and then there's the adults. So the mom and dad are back at the alien planet and this one and and the kids are here yeah but throughout throughout the first two seasons they were all together right yes constantly talking about how much of a family unit they are so so it's just if there's a fatal flaw to the show because i just said the saving grace it's the repetition as i was like sister versus sister because that's always there judy feeling ostracized because she's she doesn't know her real father penny feeling ostracized because she's the least skilled out of all the kids uh the robot feeling sad that he can't help Will. I'm just at this point naming off the things that they repeat. The mom versus the dad, because in the beginning they were going to have a divorce or they were getting or right, they were divorced, that. but then they kind of mended things. But now they're back to being at odds with each other because they've got distance from the So it kids. just feels like the show can be repeated. Of course, the biggest thing that they repeat itself with is the doctor being trusted right. and then being evil and then being trusted again and then being evil. And people have a, a big problem with uh, Parker Posey's character, Doctor Smith. They said they like if there's one thing you that you either Reddit, have to love her or hate. Oh her. no, no, no! It's it, it's not like love or hate her. Like in Reddit, every single person brings out. Yeah, even but that's Reddit. Like I'm saying there have to be fans of her evil portrayal because she is what she's like. She's playing a maniacal kind of crazy person who just like manipulates people. What if you binge this show though? You see, is just constantly the same plot line with her, where she causes something terrible to happen. It's clear she's a bad person, but then she saves like one of the family, 
at the very end. Like just for self gain or just like self for both Leslie? for both for self gain, but also because she does in a weird way care about them. But ultimately, they should just get rid of her if they had done that a billion times ago. She is the one who's responsible for all the things that she ends up saving them from. But then they feel grateful for her saving them, and now she's she, not only did she uh, hitch a ride onto the starship to get with the kids like now she's she's the only adult with the kids besides judy right and, yeah and they made her a teacher like in the first scene they're like she finally is... children she's with right yeah but she's like teaching them french or whatever and it's like why are you letting her free like I this, thought that this they... is like a negan scenario you know where, they, where they completely switch his character where they yeah. they should be locking him up right now and then they they would obviously have that plot line where she would like um not seduce but like trick people into kind of feeling that she's a good person now and then they let her out and then that would be that and my brother's wrong but i thought that at the end of season two it was one of those things where you weren't sure if she was dead or not in season two they did exactly that they had her locked up for a lot of the episodes and then they finally let her out to help out with certain things because like the ship was in trouble but what is but, she the, in- but she's the one who caused the ship to be in trouble they just didn't know that so she did it as like a way of getting out yes obviously she's extremely manipulative like that's not news that's just the repetition and she's doing the same thing here where she feels like they've been on this um i want to say island but she feels like they've been on this planet for too long they have been there for a year but then she like starts poking into will's research and immediately even though she's not that smart is able to find that someone has been getting rid of the titanium and she assumes it's will because will doesn't want to leave the planet he but but in reality he doesn't care he does want to leave the planet he just knows that the robots are after him. so then why does she believe that he doesn't want to leave because he's the one in charge of like putting the ship back together and keeping it up and so will takes the blame for it and then at the very end the big twist is that the robot's the one who's been throwing the titanium out why because he wants to protect will and he knows that if will and the rest of them get back into space the robots are going to find them was it so there's only one good robot right i thought that you showed me in like episode five of oh okay so there's more well yeah because it's like venom right right where where it's like the robot isn't supposed to be good but it made friends with will in the first episode and in the second season will makes friends with another robot i think his name was like shredder or something no they they had it in the intro like when they did the two minute like thing and i was like oh yeah there was that robot um i think it uh I think it died last season. So there's no chance that there's going to be like a big robot fight? <laughs> well, no, I, I kind of know because I've seen the movie, the 1998 movie, where this is right. going. Like, I know. Well, I'm not sure if it's following the same path. I think that. it always does because the only reason those robots know about Will Robinson is if some time travel is going to come into play. But the thing about the season is it's the last one, right? Right, yeah. It was always planned to be So why haven't they brought in time travel? Like, they have all these cool things they could be doing, but instead they're talking about the marriage between Maureen and John god help me i just don't find that interesting (laughs) the kids just having one adventure after another where they just kind of are at odds with each other and then by the end they're like all group hugging (laughs) and this just felt like another instance of that so mediocre is what go go ahead yeah mediocre mediocre flat bit of a letdown but that's just the final season, I think. I've read, I've read that Will Robinson, though, like, between all of the kids is the most interesting. And you were talking about time travel. They didn't really do it, but they brought in the original Will Robinson. Yeah, that was in the first episode. Yeah, but, and like, then he, they killed him off. But they didn't they, really they kill him off. They killed him off Bill Mummy? Yeah, that was the guy who the doctor was, who replaced in the first episode. The, the so. evil doctor, who's not really a Dr. Smith, she took his identity to get on the ship. Because she doesn't have the actual accolades to get there. She's no real doctor. She just pretended to be, and then she 
kept on knocking people out who could have like taken care of it. Like the police were onto her, but then she knocked them out and stuck them in cryosleep. So does it just seem so th- that was back in season one, though? Right. So, but between like all the characters now, does it just seem like they're making dumb decisions? Like, like yeah, it- sometimes like. They've been on that planet for a year, and although the robot's been dumping titanium, there's no reason they, their scanners couldn't have picked up where he was dumping it because they were able to track where a different deposit was, and then they were like, well, he can't get up there, and I'm like, why not? He, I know he doesn't have to rock climb. He could just like walk up a different path, and by the end of the episode, we see that the robot, another big twist, finds these like ancient artifacts, or like a, an ancient town, kind of like the Incas. No, what, what are they? The, they were, or the Aztecs. Or yeah, the Incas or the Aztecs. And then there were like these crash landing pods. In, and I'm not sure if those are the robots or if those are the cryopods from uh, Fortuna, the uh, spaceship. So, but yeah. Like, is, uh, Judy's definitely going to meet her dad at some point in this. Oh, well, thing. yeah. I it's probably going to be played by someone like Idris Elba or something. Well, I, I read that this first episode is just a lot of world building, but the thing that I find strange is that the first two seasons were 10 episodes. This last season, which again, it was always supposed to be three seasons, but this is eight episodes long. So it feels like from what you're saying, they're just kind of throwing everything that they can. But they're not. They're, they, they're, so there's a big character here, right? There's the guy named Don West, who was played by Joey from Friends in the movie, but he was like the guy who the family depended on to like pilot the thing. And he had a really important role. Well, him... He was pretty important in the first season, but after that, he's relegated now because they don't really need him to just talking to his chicken. A a one-off joke from the first season, first episode, that kind of just snuck its way to continue to survive. Now it's all as our character arc is. He's literally the chicken dude. He just walks around the chip. That's that's every single scene. No, no, he he had like two scenes, and one of them was him finding a bunch of chickens, and one one guy asking, "How do you know which one's yours?" And him just giving him a dead-ass stare and being like. How dare you? Like like one of those things. That was his entire oh, arc. Okay. So literally no reason for him to be there. And it's sad. And that's why I think this show feels like it's been set on a different pace. Like someone got in there and was like, I'm going to sh- run this thing differently. Well, I think I, I don't know if they've ever actually changed the writers for the show. Hmm. But um, my thing is, is that you, you said it was have they ever in the show just like resolved everything? Because my question is, is that like by the end of this series, obviously, I think the writers are going yeah, to Yeah, like in the first season, it felt like every episode was episode by episode. Like each one was a separate adventure. And oh, so okay. by the end of every episode, they had kind of like mended things so if everything is resolved by the end of this season will it even seem like everything is really resolved in that fashion because it's already happened before that's not what i mean by time travel so what were you saying then like this could have been a gritty show this could have been a darker show and i i get that there are so many space shows out there that are trying to have edgy like dark content it feels like every single show except for something like Moonbase. but something like this where it's like you can mix in the time travel it's kind of a known thing like the danger will robinson like that doesn't have to be played for a joke and i know that the 1998 movie didn't like it get was great reviews. it was pain it's got cult classic <laughs> behind it you know like i watched it as a kid and i still like it It did knock out titanic after like titanic was like number one for 15 weeks or so so that was the movie that did it but yeah i know it was not liked. just when you have things like expanse foundation like i just saw foundation and the funny thing about it was that gail you mean the from- rest of foundation yeah, the last few episodes. Yeah. Gail, the character from that, the main girl, looks a lot, or at least passingly similar to Judy in this show. Just a, I guess Judy's the younger version of her. So, so watching that was kind of like, why, why suddenly did the content just go so light? Well, I mean, like, I, from the first episode, it didn't seem like it was that dark anyways. Like, I never got the sense when I was watching the first, because I only ever saw the they pilot. They make squirrel was... suits. 
in this episode. Like they're stuck on this giant rock and then they find out these crabs are eating the rock away. So they start to fall and then they're like, we're going to fly. And they make squirrel suits out of the tent and then they just jump into a upwind and it sends them on their way. I I mean, I usually like those scenes where you see like squirrel suits just kind of a bunch of kids just suddenly thinking, okay, I'm just going to scrunch these. It's, it's like a bad version of, series of unfortunate events because like i like seeing the kids being smart but these kids are all past puberty at this point or oh, in well, puberty yeah. no i mean so the- it's like less endearing and more just like what the hell is going on it's not on the level of some like saturday morning thing but it is like uh terra nova you know oh well yeah the sean yeah. fox took, took me a second to remember what that was but it, that would probably be what this closest is related to terra nova the 100 because of the distance between the adults and the kids Iron Giant because of how the robot acts, which was cool for the first few seasons, but now he's not doing much. He's just kind of hanging so around. So none and, of the characters putting... are doing anything. It just—it sounds like at this point, it, not it in this first episode, it. which I get because it's a reintroduction. But I don't find the potential yet. Like there's really no place. So that's why I'm like, this is going to be a solid seven throughout. There's obviously going to be those amazing like visual scenes I mean, where I know that the writers took kind of an idea that they had for the first half of the season, and they didn't really have like a, I'm sure they figured it out later but they only built like the first four episodes based off of like this idea that they had at the halfway point and kind of worked backwards in that way yeah it's a bad way of doing it i think because just how it ended up in the end the reason why this episode's called three little birds is because it's the song the bob marley song one of the two that penny's in the love triangle with there's liam and vj and vj is the admiral's son or something like the the person who was in charge of the fleet when this whole thing started right which it's a pretty dark premise if you think about it so many people lost in space so you were part of a big fleet that was supposed to save all of earth and mankind because you were the ones who were supposed to scout out and find different habitable planets right. and then you find out that like half of the ships go bye-bye and you're all by yourself well no most of this three seasons here they'd known where the rest of the fleet is at least past season one and it's just been kind of a story of like these remnants of the uh, survivors and the admiral's not really even in charge anymore they're kind of like a democracy now and john and maureen are just as as pre- present but liam and vj are both vying for Penny's attention, though it seems like VJ has the ultimate road in. Okay, he's kind of uh, playing the Jonathan of the crew when you think about Stranger Things, if you were to compare right. it to that. Like, he's playing the long game, while Liam is more the jock, cool, bro but guy. But that doesn't seem like, that doesn't seem interesting. V- yeah, yeah, but VJ and Liam are aiding them on their rock climbing before they get hurt. They have to go back, and it's just the family, the three of them. But VJ hurt his hand, like he broke his wrist or whatever. But then later in this on, episode? yes, he's because that's why he has to turn back. Right. And so then later on, though, he's playing the guitar to end this out. And we're getting all this like different montage of everywhere everybody is. And I'm just thinking, like, I know your hands and like yeah, a wrist right now. Hurt. How are you still playing the guitar? But he sings the whole thing. He's like three little birds stuck on my doorstep. You know that thing? Yeah, right. Or, or pitched so, but, on my doorstep. Uh, yeah. So, um, well, I was also thinking it was called three little birds because of the three kids. No, it's just the don't. Well, yeah, obviously. Yes, right. there's yeah. other meanings. I, I know that uh, Maxwell Jenkins said that he was glad that they weren't filming the series now because apparently now he's taller than the uh, two girls are. He was already taller. Like, the, you have to just push aside that will robinson is anymore a kid he is a full-blown teenager (laughs) and his voice is like they tried to do a scene at the very beginning where uh they hadn't crash landed yet but they were circling the planet 
and they were lucky enough to crash land into a pocket that was like atmospherically friendly to them pressure wise and everything else so they did that they don't have to wear the spacesuits and also netflix doesn't have to pay for this <laughs> for all this special cgi and stuff anyways they're up above that and then they had to like do a scene from the back a backflash scene and will's hair is like his old hair was before mm-hmm. his haircut yeah. and his voice they have like three lines for him and each one was a struggle that he was trying to hit a different pitch <laughs> than he, he was actually at. Anyway. I know that there were some fans that are actually mad at, at things like the poster for this show because apparently the poster gives something away. It shows the robot with like um, with uh, Will Robinson like in his arms. But like, I, it doesn't seem like anything like that happened in this episode. Like, is this? There's some dark stuff that happened in the movie, and I'm I'm basing a lot of this <laughs> off the movie. But if if that you never just, watched the original, right? You never, but I think the movie just took from the original and then like made it darker and then sped up like what happened, right? Mm. So there's so much that could happen with that Will Robinson arc. They could have spent a full season on that, and I don't know why they haven't. Well, I, again, it was only supposed to be three seasons. Like you're so talking about like, Will Robinson being old as a teenager. You haven't seen the beginnings of that. Oh, well, no. I mean, he's supposed to also, I, I learned about this, he's supposed to be playing a young Jack Reacher in the new Amazon Prime series. And do you know he's supposed to be playing Jack Re- Reacher? Well, isn't Jack Reacher... Yeah, it's a Tom Cruise thing, but they made it into a series. Oh, it's Tom... Th- what's it? Tom Clancy's whatever. Yeah, you're talking about... Tom Clancy's John Krasinski. Jack Ryan. There's yeah. Jack Ryan, and then there's Jack no, Reacher. No, but, but do you know he's supposed to be playing Jack Reacher in the Amazon Prime series? Shia LaBeouf. No, Alan Richardson. You know why I said Shia LaBeouf, though? Yeah, also the writers, you're talking about how it could be dark. I agree with that because they're going to be doing the new Morbius film. Like, right, that was the thing that they were going Is to be doing. Is it Mobius right or Morbius? Morbius. Okay. Why but Jared Leto, know? right? Yeah, yeah. If Jared Leto was in this, he would definitely be playing the Dr. Smith character because they did gender reverse I mean, would it you, for this role. Would but... you want Jared Leto to be in a show like this? <sighs> Give it a mix up? Yeah, that'd be cool. This show needs an infusion of something, and this episode did not provide does it, it. Doesn't need it though, because like it's the end of the show. Like, what is no, it building? No, it's gonna to? end. It's gonna end perfectly okay. But what's it building <laughs> to? Like, what's what's the big it, thing? It's a Walking Dead season where at the end they're all going to reunite. They're all going to be happy. They're going to fight the, the aliens. The there was a cool. There's a couple cool scenes like where they do get the aliens coming after them, and then they were able to freeze the aliens. That w- that was pretty neat. What do you mean by freeze the aliens? I forget. It was like an EMP or something like that. I something in the ship was able to freeze them. <laughs> uh, they have future technology. They have like three well, D printers and stuff yeah. like that. There was that was a whole episode. And then also, the, you know what? It really reminds me of the Don character, like Poe from Star Wars, where he had a really cool introduction, or he had mm-hmm. a decent introduction. It felt like his character was destined for some like big thing. Kind of like also well, other characters in Star Wars, <laughs> but but him particularly Poe because he plays sort of the same right, sarcastic right. role. Yeah, yeah. But, but then but he, by the but, end... he, but he's not going to do anything here, and he obviously will in the show. He'll be doing more than talking to a chicken. But it feels like they just added it on. But in the film, you're supposed to like Poe doesn't do anything. You like you're supposed the... to think he dies. Oh right yeah, I thought you were talking about the star. Uh, the um. No no no, not I'm talking about Star Wars. Yeah, but you're saying that that's going to be different here. No, I'm saying that right now it just feels like they're underusing them. So you okay? So what? So I know that you said that it's the visuals and some of the family dynamics, but it doesn't sound like this is really a seven out of ten that you're giving it. Like, what, what do you it think sounds, I'd give it? Well, it sounds more like a five out of ten. Oh, like okay. I have so I have to talk more about the good stuff. Yeah, then. I mean, I, I I think of seven to ten as like an average. Yeah, it's completely average, but I wanted it to be so much more. So is the first episode your favorite out of the whole series? Yeah, and it always will be because it was a cool introduction and it opened the possibilities to anything. 
they just don't have a clear I wish that you had told me after season one that they knew exactly where they wanted to go for three seasons and they were cutting it but that doesn't seem to be the case. Well, I mean, they always had it planned out for three seasons. Like, I think this is but still going the But you said that the they only way. had f- half a season arc here. Oh, well, yeah, for, yeah. for season three to, to work on. But so the, how does that work? But how they can always you have... planned it to be three seasons. So it feels like How I Met Your Mother thing where they knew how they wanted to end it. Maybe they know how to, they want to end it. But to get there, it just goes on to an avenue that you kind of don't want to be so a part you don't of. So you don't think that the finale it's, is going to ever, like, possibly match what the pilot did? Because of the new, because of the even if it did, game. it wouldn't make the show as a whole worth the watch. It would just make the pilot and the last episode worth the watch. But I think we've talked enough about the first episode. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.